Welcome to season two of the Oklahoma Innovate That podcast. In each episode, we talk to innovators, CEOs, founders, inventors, scientists, and entrepreneurs that are helping make Oklahoma a national leader in science, innovation, and technology. The Innovate That podcast is a production of OCAST, the Oklahoma Center for the Advancement of Science and Technology. OCAST is the Oklahoma State Agency for Technology-Based Economic Development, working to move innovative ideas from concept to commercialization. You can learn more at ocas.ok.gov. Now here's your host, Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. Hey everybody, it is Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell coming to you with another edition of our Innovate That podcast brought to you by OCAST. I'm excited to say that we were renewed for season two. We got renewed. I get a paycheck of zero dollars for this, but I love doing this podcast. It's exciting to get feedback going around the state of Oklahoma from folks that uh, are listening to this podcast and really helping connect the dots for people of the services that the state certainly has, but also just the amazing stories from Oklahomans around the state of Oklahoma that are building lives and businesses in Oklahoma. It's uh, it always is something that gets me fired up to be able to do these kind of uh, interviews. So throughout uh, this episode, we're going to explore the significance of accelerators like the Oklahoma Accelerator Program and their role in shaping the success stories of entrepreneurs for Oklahoma to grow We have to make sure that we are supporting our entrepreneurs in every way that they need to be supported. And I think it starts with asking entrepreneurs what they need, for goodness sakes. That's that's where we should all as an elected official, as a politician. I always like to remind other politicians of that, uh, that most of the good ideas are out uh, in the field where entrepreneurs are doing work. So join us as we uncover the invaluable contributions made by these programs and the impact they have on the growth and development of startups in Oklahoma. So let's dive in. I'm very pleased to welcome Anita Lee, the Managing Director at Generator, Oklahoma City Accelerator, along with uh, two of their program participants, Janae Gooden, uh, founder and CEO of BAB, and Sean Gayet. Sean, tell me your last. I, I butchered it already. <laughs> Gatano. Gatano. I mean, I'm looking at it right here. Gatano, <laughs> co-founder and CEO of Solace Vision. Did I get that right? Yes. Thank you, Sean. Let's just do, you know, each of you kind of... Uh, Introduce yourself. Tell me about, a little bit about uh, if you, each of you all. And, and Anita, we'll start with you. Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Anita Lee. I grew up in Silicon Valley, which is kind of the heart of the startup development. And the funny story is I was never involved until I moved to Oklahoma in summer of 2017. Um, and since then, I've kind of played a major role in kind of the ecosystem, whether it's from the collegiate side of startup development in the OK Catalyst programs to actually moving to Tulsa to participate with Atento Capital and help build that Tulsa startup ecosystem that's kind of world famous now. And coming back to Oklahoma City late last year to kind of manage the Generator Oklahoma City program. Good. And so, yeah, Silicon Valley, I've heard of it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad uh, to see so many people moving again from west to east and, and frankly, from east to west, too, uh, and meeting in the middle right here in Oklahoma. So, Sean, we'll go to you next. Yeah. Hello. My name is Sean Gatano. I am the co-founder, CEO of Solace Vision. 
and we're building in the artificial intelligence space specifically for virtual development. And it's interesting. I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Then I moved to Cleveland, Ohio. And that's when my two other co-founders and I decided to take the company full time. So we work remotely and it was a big decision. You know, where do I want to go next? Threw a couple darts on the board, you know, building an AI company. A lot of people throw out New York City, Austin, San Francisco, all of those hubs. But Oklahoma really stood out to me. So I moved to Tulsa in October of last year. So been here about seven, eight months. Um, and it's been awesome ever since. So that's great. And you were involved with the Tulsa remote program, right? Correct. Is that yeah. is that one of the reasons you knew about Oklahoma? Because you heard about that program or? A hundred percent. So I had found out about Tulsa and everything that was being built and being offered through Tulsa remote. It was like a Instagram ad, I believe it was that I had randomly gotten because in my search was, you know, where do I move next? What, do I, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. And Tulsa remote, you know, an ad through there had come through and that's how it happened. Well, you just made that advertising company that uh, <laughs> Tulsa Remote is hired to do uh, work very happy oh, yeah. in Instagram ad that came across. Sounds like Sh- Justin needs to promote. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> Sean also looks 18 years old. So uh, well done, Sean, on all of your uh, success uh, so early. And again, that's that's Solace Vision. We'll talk a little bit about that throughout the program. And, uh, and Janae. Yeah. Um, my name is Janae Gooden, and I'm the founder of BAB, and we provide convenience in the online shopping. And we do that through a universal cart. So you can add products in different stores in one place. <laughs> yes. And yeah. And I actually grew up in Tulsa. And so oh, cool. it's been pretty interesting for me. I've always wanted to do something kind of, you know, entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of small businesses before, and this is the first startup that I've had. But it's been really interesting for me to watch kind of how the landscape in Oklahoma has changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When did you start that business? I started BAB in 2021. December. 2021. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, technically we uh, became official uh, sure. the next year. Yeah. 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 Those are both, again, very exciting concepts and the growth potential in both of those areas is off the charts. So, I mean, kudos to both of y'all on that. We'll keep going here. I mean, Anita, tell me again, how, how have the partners in the program contributed to this startup? Yeah, that's a really wonderful question. I would say that the startup journey takes a village. And here in Oklahoma, we absolutely embrace that concept. With the Investment Accelerator program specifically, we have OCAST, Cortado Ventures, and Boyd Street Ventures, as well as Full Sail Capital that are a program partners. But that doesn't kind of just limit them. We have another program called G-Beta, which is the pre-accelerator program that's free for founders. But they also have numerous partners that also contribute and kind of provide a lot of those same resources to our founders as well. So a really great example is that Cortado and Boy Street are both heavily involved in the decision-making and kind of feedback loop of, is this company someone that can be venture-backable? They provide countless feedback to all of our founders through mentor swarms and investor swarms and just really setting them up with the knowledge base so that they can be successful once they're done with the program. Yeah. Well, it's exciting to me too. We ask this question usually of whoever, you know, we're interviewing as far as, you know, those partners out there, because you're right, it does take a village. But over the last couple of years, as we've interviewed more and more people, there's more and more partners that are now, I'm hearing new names. Obviously, we have our innovation pipeline model inside the state of Oklahoma. So you're mentioning, you know, the OCAS and I2Es and, and a number of others that we have inside the state pipeline. 
But we can't do it all on our own either. We need others stepping up. We hear a lot about the OCAST internship program that has been a, a wonderful resource as well. But it's one of the main reasons we're doing this podcast that someone may hear a name. Hey, I've never talked to that partner or that resource. And that may be the thing that sets them into success. If you've heard some of those names from Anita now, make sure you're taking notes on some of those partners. What would you say to other startups considering utilizing resources like Generator? Yeah, I think Generator has a whole host of product lines. In Oklahoma specifically, there are two, the G-Beta program, which I mentioned earlier. The goal of that is to really take founders that have kind of established an idea maybe are working on a specific product, but really pushing them through and understanding that product market fit. And is this a concept that can be realized? Is there profitability behind it? Are people going to buy my product? And that's a really great way to kind of start your startup journey. And then, of course, you can graduate on, such as Janae has. She joined the G-Beta program last fall, got through that program, got accepted into the investment accelerator. And the goal of this 12-week program is to take the $100,000 that Generator itself invests into the companies and really make yourself as investable. Oh, that's great. So there's steps that you can keep kind of graduating. Absolutely. And um, of course, outside of Generator, we have incubators like I2E's E3 program. There's the Builders and Backers program. And then, of course, all the universities have their own programs as well. And they really have started setting up founders and getting that interest earlier so that, you know, by the time they make it to a pre-accelerator such as G-Beta, they have a lot of that foundational knowledge and we can really focus in on the obstacles that they need to get to the next level. Yeah, it's great. So let's talk just briefly. And again, I'm going to swing it to our other guests as well. But again, Anita, with let's talk a little bit about OCAST. Again, this podcast is powered by OCAST. And we love OCAST OCAST as well. (laughs) The advantages and benefits that OCAST has provided to your business and and why, I mean, certainly compelling to stay in Oklahoma as well. I mean, we all ask, you know, kind of all of our guests that same question. But Tell me about that OCAST journey with Generator. Yeah, so OCAST is one of our biggest program partners. They're the reason we exist, so thank you. But one of the really great examples of how they've been absolutely a wonderful partner is the access that they've opened doors to. Because they are you know, coming from the state perspective, we've had access to yourself and plenty of senators and legislators to really get the word out there what generators working on, but also for a platform for our founders to stand on. A great example is we participated in the Innovation Day at the Capitol. That was the first time we revealed our cohort, actually, and and um, I'm sure they can speak to it, but they went and knocked on senators and legislator yeah. doors and talked about their work. One of which I want to shout out is Blue Jay Partners to you. Yeah, yeah, I had had a great meeting with them. They had a fantastic meeting, which I believe is leading to further kind of traction. So doors like that. And then, of course, OCAST, you know, has a lot of great partnerships through the internship program, through the Oklahoma Manufacturing Alliance, and has just provided a lot of those additional resources and kind of quicker approach and solution finding for our founders. That's good. That's good. So I will, I'll swing it to Janae and and Sean on this one too. I mean, how has the Oklahoma kind of ecosystem helped you throughout this process as well and Generator, obviously, but tell us a little bit about that, your story when it comes to that Oklahoma entrepreneurial ecosystem that 
that Anita has been talking about. Yeah, I think what gets me the most excited about Oklahoma and kind of knowing that I made the right decision to move here personally and in terms of the business was how easy it is to break into the ecosystem and do work that matters. How easy it is for, you know, a startup founder who's building a company with just two other people to not only get access to the ecosystem, but actually do work that other people can benefit from. I think that's one of the most important realizations I've come to so far uh, with the ecosystem. And I think that's what makes Oklahoma really special is how tight knit, but it's also not a click. It's so easy for people to get access to these doors that they might not have had access to in other places around the country. So that's what gets me excited about it overall. Um, And the ecosystem, aside from that, I mean, whether it's with resources like capital, networks, connections, customer connections, that has all come through very adamantly through the generator program and just finding and seeking your own opportunities as well. It's it's very easy to do so. That's good. That's good. Uh, Jeanette. I think Sean said a mouthful there. (laughs) But one of the things that I'll say um, that I've really noticed is it's very easy in Oklahoma to form those genuine connections. And then I think people don't understand how robust the ecosystem actually is. So from my experience, I had this idea in December of 2021. I'm a mom. I have two kids. Mm -hmm. My oldest daughter refers to me as a household CEO (laughs) (laughs) in her her phone ads. And so I I don't have a lot of time. I was working a full time job, have these kids. And because of builders and backers, that's where I started. I had this idea. They gave me $5,000. I got to test the idea. And then I got to leverage E3. And Build in Tulsa has a program called Launchpad. And then okay. Anita talked about G-Beta. And I was able to leverage each of these programs and kind of pick up the pieces that my business needed. And then I got accepted into Generator. But what enabled me to do that was all of the other programs in the Oklahoma ecosystem. I think if I was in a Silicon Valley, if I was even in an Austin, I don't know that they would have taken the mom (laughs) of two kids who was also working full time. And so it's really leveraged me to be successful. And then everyone in the ecosystem actually wants you to be successful. That's precisely the story that we want to be telling you. If we can combine that brand story of Oklahoma, friendliest state in the country, We're truly the land of second and third chances. That that's one of my favorite, you know, quotes of from an Oklahoma historian. Kind of started his book that way because I mean, if you look at the history of Oklahoma, that's that's what we are. We are the land of second and third chances for anyone and everybody. Yes. Extremely diverse uh, landscape too, because I don't think enough people know that that part of it either. But if you can combine how friendly we are and open and inviting we are to access to help. And all the ways that both you all have been talking about, then I think we're really going to be on to something. Janae, I'll, I'll stick with you on this. And then Sean, as, yeah, same question for you too. But what are your plans after completing the Generator Oklahoma City Accelerator? Kind of what are you the, those future plans for you? And then Sean, same question. Yeah, well, my big plan, of course, is just to continue building my company. Thanks to the investment that the Generator Accelerator made. I was able to also um, get funding from I2E. Yeah. Um, so I have raised 200000 to date. Um, we're raising 450000 Okay. And that's really our two-year runway. I mean, we're talking about getting to profitability, yep. getting to build out the rest of our product, get customer acquisition, and just really create this national brand that is based in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Sean, same for you. I mean, after completing the Generator Oklahoma City Accelerator, kind of what what are your next steps and plans? Yeah, so we have an exciting upcoming product launch soon, uh, which will be probably right after the end of the Accelerator or maybe right before. 
And then throughout the summer, just working with our users, our customers and growing traction. I think really quickly too, one of the most crucial parts of the generator program was we figured out what we wanted to pivot the company to and then built so many relationships. So now post program, we have, you know, hundreds of mentors and investors who are on our newsletter, keeping up with the company that when we hit specific traction points, they'll invest or they'll become a partner, whatever it may be. So we have a lot of big plans for the summer and towards the end of 2023. Okay. Yeah. So pretty fast then, huh? Yeah. Website? Yes. So www.solacevision.com. Okay. I could make a joke, but I'll, I, I won't as far as uh, uh, there about uh, the, the last URL that was, that was named. And don't let that expire then too. Okay. So what advice would you give? And I'll, I'll let all three of you kind of answer this, but what advice would you give to emerging entrepreneurs who may be unaware about which resources to prioritize and invest their time and effort into. There is actually one other very crucial ecosystem partner that didn't get mentioned yet, and I apologize, Kristen, about this, but The Verge, OKC, they are brand new. They just started or launched officially in February of this year, and their goal is to create that one-stop shop kind of hub for future entrepreneurs to really kind of start their journey. So if you are thinking, you have an idea, go check out The Verge OKC in Bricktown and they will set you up and kind of point you in all the different resources and directions that are appropriate for your stage. Yeah, I was there for their kind of ribbon cutting. The governor and I both were. I mean, again, I I hope that speaks to how invested, you know, we are at an executive level with uh, our entrepreneurship space here. So uh, yeah, I'm really big uh, into what they're doing. Uh, when you say one-stop shop and help entrepreneurs, that, that does perk up some ears for sure. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Sean? Uh, can you repeat the question? Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> advice. This okay, is yeah. kind of this is kind of the advice question. You know, I mean, you know, there's, uh, hopefully there's a number of folks kind of in your same lane, right, that, yeah. that are looking for advice and counsel here. I mean, advice to, to emerging entrepreneurs who may be unaware, unaware of what resources to prioritize mm-hmm. first and invest their time and effort into. Yeah. So I would say it all starts with research. So figuring out what you want to get out of something and how you can provide value. And the second part then of that, figuring out and finding the people that want to fight for you, that understand you as a team or your product or whatever it may be, finding those people is crucial to the advancement of your company and your personal self. And the final thing I'd say is don't be afraid to ask for help. I think as entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs or people with just ideas, it's a really big and scary step to ask for the help, whether it is getting an introduction or I have this idea. How can you help me out with it? What do you know? Asking for help is definitely a big part of it as well. So break that kind of fear really quickly and, and you'll notice a lot of doors open. When you moved to Tulsa, again, the Tulsa Remote Program, I'm assuming kind of gave you, you know, a starter box of some yeah. sort of like here are five websites to go to. You know, here's some co-working space. You know, here's a few mentors. But if you weren't involved with, to Anita's point, one of the more popular remote working um, programs in the country, and it truly is today, if you had just showed up in Tulsa, where would you have gone first? That's a great question. I would have gone to one of, I know Builders and Backers is big in Tulsa. Yep. Another uh, is Techstars Tulsa, right? One of these entrepreneurship hubs, 36 degrees north. There's so many of those within Tulsa. And if you're, you know, you weren't coming from a remote program, 
I meet so many people who weren't, you know, moved to Tulsa and didn't even know about Tulsa Remote and still find themselves entering this community so easily. So stuff like 36 Degrees, also Holberton is like a technical school, you know, one that we scout for upcoming talent because they do virtual reality programming, stuff like that. So that's another name, but there's so many different resources within Tulsa and Oklahoma City specifically. Who <laughs> grew up there. So, Janae, yeah, same question uh, for you. I mean, you know, you're a Tulsa girl, so you grew up in Oklahoma, uh-huh. right? But, you know, I mean, you can also speak to it again as the CEO of a home, but, you know, raising kids. And my wife has that kind of story, too, the working mom kind of entrepreneur story. But your advice, uh, you know, to because an entrepreneur can be 18 or 80. Uh, and you know, that that's a key point. You know, whatever your age, which resources w- would you prioritize? You know, your advice to entrepreneurs of where they should be investing um, their time. Which resources to prioritize in Oklahoma City? I would have to echo what Kristen said. Excuse me, what Anita said <laughs> about Kristen and the yeah. Verge. Um, OKC, they're very collaborative. So it's the one place that you can go, and they're also going to tell you about other resources that may fit specifically what you're doing. Um, so it's a good use of your time. Right. And they've got great programming and that programming is going to introduce you to other people within the ecosystem. Um, I just saw a sign today. They've got something coming and Darcy Wilborn from I2E is speaking at it. So once again, you know, they've got a lot of programming, too. So that's a great way to um, kind of find out what those those different options for you are. But also to Sean's point, I think in asking for help, it's really important for entrepreneurs to be very specific in their ask. You get help (laughs) just contingent upon what you ask for. And so uh, my advice would be, what do you need help with? If you're starting something, do you need help with, uh, you know, maybe your books, financial projections? Do you need help with marketing? Figure out what that is. And that way, whenever you're asking the people in the ecosystem for help, they can connect you with the right person. And it just makes the best use of both of your time. (laughs) It absolutely does. Well, to Sean and, and Janae, I can't thank you enough for, for doing this podcast. Wish you yeah. all the best. I mean, you thank guys you. are both extremely impressive and have great ideas. Uh, I think you're both certainly on to something. And, and I would also say great ambassadors for our state. Uh, I, I really mean that. And to Anita Lee, Managing Director at uh, Generator Oklahoma City Accelerator, thank you so much for, for everything you've done and for choosing Oklahoma. I, I mean that. Um, the website for, for Generator, oh, too, please. Generator.com. Uh, instead of the A, it's the, the number eight. The URL itself is pretty long, so I would just go click through the um, accelerator and find Oklahoma City. I'm going to end on on you to kind of wrap this up into a bow for us a little bit. But again, you, you've got an impressive story as far as where you've traveled around the country, around the world. What was compelling? I mean, you frankly, all three of you could choose to live anywhere in the world that you uh, want and start and hopefully grow and scale your business anywhere that you wanted. Why Oklahoma yeah, for you, Yeah, when I first Anita? came to Oklahoma, um, it was initially on a just kind of a trip for graduate school. And the first thing I noticed was just the kindness from everyone, just strangers and people at the airport. And I never experienced that coming from the Bay Area. But the longer I stayed, the more I realized that there's just such a growing opportunity here. Um, and especially once I got invested into the ecosystem of, of startups, I just felt like there was a really great opportunity for me to kind of be on the ground helping develop something from the ground up. Well, you are, and you're helping a whole lot of uh, entrepreneurs in, in the state. And mm-hmm. Great. Uh, well, again, to Anita, 
to Janae and to Sean, thank you all again for, for being our guests again, the kickoff to season two. So you guys are kind of a big deal uh, for doing that. Thank you for having thank us. You. The Innovate That podcast has been brought to you by Ocast. If you'd like the show, and I certainly hope that you did, please post a review, hit the like or subscribe button located almost anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Thank you again for joining us. Make sure to tune in next time to the Innovate That podcast.